recording. This week on We Need to Talk, we go back in the past, talk about roller rinks, the ultimatum reunion, and Jennifer Garner turns 50 and could not be any different than J-Lo. <laughs> Good morning to you. Happy Easter. Cheers. Bona Pascua and happy Passover, whatever everybody celebrates. I have some wine in my floral Easter glass. I've been to many, many a Seder, and the wine is flowing at the Seders. (laughs) Cheers, everyone. On my side, that glass looks like it's a whole bunch of bananas. Oh, really? Yeah. So pretty little. It is very pretty. I've never seen that glass before. See? Surprising you. Very lovely. How are we doing? We're having a good week. Great. I love that. I don't know that we've ever spoken about this, but I took this Peloton ride the other day, and Jen did this whole thing about roller rinks. And it just got me down my rabbit hole of all my roller rink days, my roller rink outfits, my roller rink music, my roller rink schedule. She was playing music that you would hear at roller rinks. She's doing a series called My Mixtape, and each week is a different mixtape. And so this mixtape was 80s roller rink music. Oh, so good. And, you know, Patrice Russian, Forget Me Nots. There was just so many amazing songs, but it reminded me of my leg warmers and my Jordache jeans. Of course. Did you have your own skates? I had my own skates. Of course. I had my own skates. I had pom-poms on the skates. Yes. I could do all the moves. I thought I was the shit at the roller rink. I had my first date at a roller rink. Michael Barbosa. And how old were you? Oh, my God. I was young, like young, like 11, 10. I was probably like 11. Yeah. yeah. So good. Like, so good. Couple skate. But <laughs> Couple I, feel skate. Like, I feel like skating has come back. Well, we used to do it all the time, but then it was gone. Right. Now Rockefeller Center is a roller rink. Rockefeller Center is a roller rink. Right. Yeah. It's back. But I didn't grow up on Long Island. But I feel like on Long Island, people roller skated like they continued because I never got into what was it? R- the rollerblades. I never got into rollerblades. No, I rollerblade. I kill myself. I barely yeah, can dangerous. roller skate. I tried it. Like, that's it. Yeah. No. But roller skating for me was every Friday, every Saturday for probably two years. I went to the rink in Bergenfield every single week. And there would be birthday parties oh, there. Yes. Oh, so fun. The music. Oh, it's bringing me back. Right. It's couple skate. Back. Remember couple skate? Like, are you going to skate with him? Did you <laughs> ask him to skate with me? Are we skating together? What do I do? Like, it was just such a thing. She played such good music. It just brought me right back to my skating days. There's one where I live and it's cute. They have 80s night, 90s night, whatever. So I have not been there yet, but I, I to go. But I want to go. But I, I don't really feel like I was ever a good roller skater, though. I believed I was. I good. don't really have any skills. Like they in my con- go in my backwards, life, I could. I go could backwards. go backwards. I could do that move where you cross your legs, you know, backwards. <laughs> you I should do- go to a roller rink. It's good exercise. Oh, I'm scared that now I would fall on my ass on that wooden floor, get splinters in my butt and then have bruises for like a month. So good. All right. Well, but yeah, so that's where I've been at all week. That sounds like a good week. Yeah, it was good at that. And I got a haircut and last Saturday. And then what I do now is I have a different haircutter than I do my colorist. But my colorist doesn't know I'm cheating on her, which is bizarre. I went yesterday. I got my haircut from a different person last Saturday. And she's like, oh, your hair looks good. The, The bangs look good. I don't think we need a cut today. I'm like, nope, all good. It hasn't grown. She's not noticing that my hair is not growing. Come on. Well, that's a problem, no? All I know is I'm happy about it because the whole her discovering I'm cheating on her hasn't happened. This is my third time 
going haircut than color. I got a lot of drama of my own. I got my own personal drama with the, with the hairdresser. My person is out sick for months. I thought it was a serious illness. First I thought it was COVID. Then I thought it was a serious illness and I, I couldn't get the answers as to what was happening. And then finally I got an answer in like, I mean, there's a little bit of a language barrier, but not really. And I got an answer. She is pregnant and has extreme morning sickness. I guess that she can't come to work, but now this is going on for months. So as I'm praying for her, thinking she has some terminal <laughs> disease, she's freaking pregnant. And so finally I had to get my hair colored elsewhere, which I've done before because whatever, single process, not a big deal. Then I had to get my hair cut. Well, that's which the question. Now you cut your I, hair. I, I had to go to the other place, get my hair cut. First time ever having serious panic attack in the chair. And now I don't know. She comes back. I, I don't know what's going to happen. So well, I don't know. Wait a minute. Did the but I feel like I have an answer. Like, what was I supposed to do? But here's the drama. What I think I was supposed to do, I didn't do. So what I think I was supposed to do is to go to her the, salon, the owner of the salon. Right. His name is Michael. I could have made an appointment with Michael. I didn't do that. I went to the place out here where I just get my blowouts and I've had single process before and I went. But that's probably what I should have done. But I didn't do that. So now I'm having anxiety about that. I got a lot of going on in my personal life. I don't have time for like bad haircut stress. And also you have a wedding coming yeah, up. This is so your saying. hair has to be right for right. wedding day. So I, I yeah. don't let me go down that rabbit hole right now. <laughs> okay. Just worried right, we, about our hair. We need to talk. We need to talk about the ultimatum reunion. Well, it was the finale. Yes. And the reunion right in a row. So, so I screwed it up last week when I said that it was the finale. I thought they were going to make me wait another week for the reunion, but they didn't. They right. dropped them both. So the finale, <laughs> I mean, I, I can't, the reunion I can't. was amazing. I talked to a lot of people who love Love is Blind. They tuned in for first episode of The Ultimatum and couldn't do it. Meanwhile, Ultimatum's number one. It's number I don't one know on why Netflix. you can't do it because it's so crazy. It's amazing. Kim Kardashian's watching The Ultimatum. <laughs> of course she is. We'll get to that in a moment. <laughs> Did you not flip out at the reunion? I was I dying. I flipped out. First of all, the fact that Colby and Madeline, I don't know if it's Madeline or Madeline. Number one, he proposed. She said yes. And they got married that minute. And, and then she's pregnant. First of all, it feels. And also, if you notice, the math doesn't make sense because they said they filmed that season six months ago. And when asked, how far along are you? She said seven months. So the math makes no sense. I thought maybe they got pregnant on the honeymoon, like they went away right after. But maybe you're saying right before. I don't know. It doesn't but matter. They did a lot of drinking. What matters is the reunion felt like it was two years later. <laughs> it's know. only six months later. These people <laughs> found new boyfriends, Wait, knocked up. What? Like it's insanity. What's her name? She's now a lesbian, right? Or she's fluid. Ray. Okay. Ray gave the ultimatum to Zay. Ray gave the ultimatum. Then she Zay's wound a guy. Up for everybody she that wound up watch. leaving with Jake, right? Which they were supposed to go on a trip and they never did. Didn't she go wound on a trip. up getting back together with Zay, right? That didn't work out. And now she's dating a woman. God bless. But this is what I'm saying. This all happened right. in it six happened months' in a, time. Right. In a very small amount of time during COVID, for God's sakes. April's now blonde, found the love of her <laughs> life, moved in. So she moved back into Jake's house. Right. Then they broke up again or whatever. They didn't really 
They never really got together. Now she's found the new love, dyed her hair, has a new apartment (laughs) all in six months. Yeah, you can't even find an apartment in six months anymore. It's fucking amazing. And I I decided I really love Randall. I think that those two are in a good place. Like they broke up and got back together. He's so nice. The fucking silver sippy cup had me crying laughing. I I knew you were going to die when they took out the silver sippy cup. I'm like, oh my God. Good for them. (laughs) Good for them. That was actually hysterical. Wait, what about the faces that Nick Lachey made throughout the entire show? Especially when Vanessa brings up their dirty laundry for everybody to know. It's and he's cringeworthy like, when she talks about their life. It's cringeworthy for cringe- some reason. I don't know why, but it's cringeworthy. And he looks like, what the hell happened to me? Why am I here? Why did I agree to this? That why show is, is this number one. <laughs> that show is definitely getting renewed. There's oh my no God. joke. Oh yeah, we know it's renewed. Oh, I yes. told you this. The next season is it's, all the gay lesbian. Yeah, that's yeah, gonna be amazing. That's gonna be great. It's going to be great. Oh, the reunion was so good. Listen, people, I know it's crazy. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so stupid. It. But so were the pods the first time we saw that. Now everybody's embraced it season two. The ultimatum is so ridiculous. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. I also love how when they go to their location to make the decision. They're alone. There's nobody there. When it was Love is Blind, you had a wedding party and you had someone who was going to administer the service. They're just by themselves in the middle. They drive and drive and drive and drive to be alone. It makes no sense. They could have been alone in their own apartment. Nothing nothing about the show makes sense. That's why it's great. The drive to Uh, the location. What is it? Five hours long? (laughs) Of course, Kim Kardashian's watching it. So I did tune in. But listen, let me just say this. I cannot watch this show on a regular. Wait a minute. I just can't you did tune into the new Kardashian show. Yes, I did. Because I wanted to see the children. I wanted to hear about Travis. I wanted to hear about, I don't know, Pete. Obviously Pete, but we're not up to that yet. So I guess I have to watch one or two more episodes because she's about to go on SNL. I cannot do it. Well, I cannot you know what, do it. What bothers me is that we were promised a more documentary style. We were promised a more intimate. We were. Yes, that's what they kept saying. That's going to be more one on one, more intimate moments, more of a documentary style. Other than the fact that there's a drone flying all over the place these days. It's the same show. And honestly, we know everything already. We know everything. So there's nothing new so far. I never get sick of the parties that they throw and all that nonsense. But I don't know, maybe because I also just watched 20 seasons in two years. I'm a little not impressed, but I mean, they switched production companies and made this big move to Hulu because they said it would be more immediate. But honestly, what's immediate? We know everything. Well, I think there's two things that I am interested in besides Pete. I'm interested in the houses the like yes. i mean the houses are ridiculous the pantries have you seen the pictures yeah. of all their and pantries? i'm inter- oh i'm God. always interested in everything kendall does because she's so hot i can't but take it she's my favorite kardashian yeah. but she's the one who's in it the least well she's in at least because she's busy she actually does have a, a life too well they all have lives they i can't yeah. they're all busy but the kid part i don't know the kids now i don't know i just don't know kanye's kids are hilarious kanye's kids are full-grown adults in small bodies yeah just just see like what they can do what they say how they're dressed the amount of jewelry that they have at five years old i mean it's just unbelievable but i did you hear one of the interviews where kendall didn't know what the word frugal meant no (laughs) 
because they did one of those who's the most this, who's the most that, like who sleeps the latest, who does this, who does that. So they said, who's the most frugal? And Kendall's like, what does that mean? Oh, boy. I love Kendall, but yeah, I don't know what that means. The kids are a little. I didn't know Scott was going to be in it. Yeah, I knew he was going to be in it, but I didn't think he was going to be in it the way that they're doing it. So he's going to be sort of how Caitlin was like sort of on the outs, which I hate. Yeah, it's weird. Travis, I still can't wrap my head around the whole Travis thing. Travis's voice does not match. He got a tattoo of Taylor Hawkins, you know, the Foo Fighters. So I knew that. So now I'm looking at the show. I'm like, how would I know where that tattoo is? Yeah. And it just makes no sense that Courtney. And she's trying to have a baby. Ugh. Courtney she have a baby with him. Uh, it's not going to happen. Isn't she going through the IVF stuff? They're doing all of that, but it's not going to happen. It just can't happen. He's going to come out all tattooed. Well, what can happen is that I get caught up in this show. I'm going to wait until she has her Aladdin scene with Pete. <laughs> and I'm going to wait and I'm going to do that. And then I'm got, it has to end, please. Okay. I, Believe me, I will be watching. I will let you know. It's a train wreck. It's a train wreck. <laughs> all right. Speaking of train wrecks. I don't even know if there's much to talk about because I feel like we have to wait to the reunion to really unpack the Real Housewives of New Jersey this year. But I've gotten so mad at people. I have a, you know, Italian temper. Like, <laughs> I've do? yelled, I've screamed, <laughs> I'm not quiet. I mean, we all know this, but I have never gotten to the point where I'm going to take a cup of liquid or food and throw them at the person. Not only that, But if that was going to happen, I would hope that it would happen in the privacy of your own home and not in a restaurant in Nashville. What's wrong with people that they're not even in a private room? They go crazy. They start throwing shit. And there's regular people sitting around their table. The line of the show is (laughs) luckily you are still not on parole. That (laughs) That line Oh, my God. Margaret is the master of the Margaret one-liners are sick. Dolores is in a bad spot. And, you know, Margaret was poking the bear. She definitely was poking the bear. But Or Teresa was poking the bear, and then Margaret went back, the whole thing. But there's something to be said about Margaret's line at the end where she said something like, you wouldn't be this upset if some of this wasn't maybe true or bothering you in general. Because if it's all rumor or whatever, who cares? cares? Teresa does not like it one bit and she obviously cannot control herself no, i just terrible. don't even understand i think there's, no, one, there's more one more episode, and then there's the reunion. and then we go to the reunion. and i'm sure the reunion is gonna be like 25 parts i'm sure it is and i think that i've been reading that they're not in a good place oh i think so, it's bad I yeah think it's gonna be really bad all right so we more on the real houses in new jersey to come but again as angry as i get i'd like to point out that i've not thrown a glass food like <laughs> what <laughs> Have I? I don't think I've ever. I never no, get that angry. Of course not. Never. You no. start singing. When you're angry, yeah, you sing. I sing. Yeah, that's true. It's 100. And it's Why a great strategy. Why are you saying these bad things about my boyfriend? Yeah. Uh, Good thing you're not on parole. <laughs> <laughs> we need to talk about the thing about Pam. Are you watching that show? I, know I can't what you're deal say. with her. Renee Zellweger and the lemon face and the eyes that are never open. I can't do it. We had this conversation before the podcast, many of red carpets. Yeah. And she would walk down the red the carpet. Lemon you, face. You'd be like, I can't take it. But she really is a good actress. 
Yeah, she is. She plays a part. She always plays these parts where she has to be like bigger than she is and she's stuffed in suits. And, and in this case, I saw the real Pam and I saw Renee and it's amazing. She did an amazing job. Oh, I didn't know that Pam was real. Oh my God, this story, that's why I think you need to get over your feelings for Renee and definitely tune in. So this is an NBC show that I watched on Hulu. Okay. It's based on a true story about this small town murder and how the wrong person is tried and then convicted of the crime. And then all these small town police fuck ups, you know, like we've seen a million times, but this is a true story. And what happened was Dateline found out about this murder. Dateline went down to this town and filmed it. That Dateline episode was so popular that from there, NBC did some kind of, they have a podcast about this murder. Yeah, I heard that there was a podcast. Yes, and now there's this series. And so she is currently in jail, but still waiting for this next trial. So it's a long story. She's in jail for something else, but now still waiting for this one. It is And do we like Pam? Like, is Pam a likable person or we hate her? No, Pam's crazy. Oh, okay. I could get into crazy. I like crazy. Pam is crazy. And what goes on, the fact that, like, you would definitely think it's ridiculous, a ridiculous (laughs) storyline, but it's true. So it makes it even more crazy. Okay. Well, I enjoy that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's all based on. I just have a big problem with her, but I'll try it. So now, you know, because I'm doing everything backwards. I don't know. Like I'm watching these series and going back and watching the real thing. So now you could watch that Dateline episode. Oh, okay. That made it so popular. Like, I don't think I'm going to tune into the podcast, but I am going to go and watch the Dateline episode. Okay. So maybe I'll watch the Dateline episode first. And then watch. It's only six episodes. It's not obviously not coming back. It's just a one time thing. Oh, my God. And she's really good. Six episodes is also Anatomy of a Scandal. Did you watch that yet? No. Now that's on Netflix and that's with our Downton girl, right? Yeah. Michelle Dockery is the lawyer. So what happens? uh, Okay. This is not a true story. It's a David E. Kelly show. Oh, I like David E. Kelly. Only six episodes. It takes place in London and everybody in it is involved in politics. Prime Minister's right-hand guy, they went to Oxford together. I really don't want to give anything away because there's a lot of really juicy twists and turns. But Rupert Friend, or Friend, he's the guy who, who played Peter Quinn on Homeland. Oh, I, I honestly, love Peter Quinn. I didn't know he was British, but he's British. And then you have Sienna Miller plays his wife, and Michelle Dockery is the lawyer in the trial. He's married to Sienna Miller. And he gets accused of raping a woman that he was having an affair with at the office. So it's six episodes. Yes. And you finished all six? Yes. Of course you did. And are you saying stream it? I am saying stream it. Wow. I don't, I don't think it's the best thing ever, but it was very enjoyable. I got through it really quick. Even Rich was paying attention to it and it was good. Again, I don't want to say anything because I really want everybody to watch, but there's some big surprises and good twists. All right. Don't tell me because I definitely want to yeah. tune in, but I would and, say definitely watch it. And I'm agreeing along the same lines about the thing about Pam. It definitely has your interest. Like again, Producer Ed was in the background watching it also. I would say stream it because it is a true story. So it's that crazy. So I'm also saying stream it for the thing about Pam. Okay. So those are two good homework assignments. I'll take yours. You take mine. 
Speaking of David E. Kelly, we have to tune in tonight to the First Lady. It's not his show, but his wife's in it, Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, okay, cool. That yeah. was a very good segue. Well, I love yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer and I love David E. Kelly. So the First Lady is on Showtime. I believe the first one already dropped, even though tonight is supposedly the okay. premiere. So Viola Davis is playing Michelle Obama. Michelle Pfeiffer is playing Betty Ford. And Jillian Anderson is playing Eleanor Roosevelt. And I don't know really the story behind it. Knowing that, I'm in. And I love presidents, first ladies. I love all that kind of thing. So I'm definitely excited for that. Yeah, that's going to be great. That is tonight. Okay, tonight. cool. Yeah, on Showtime, on Showtime. Okay, I have a lot to watch. This yeah, there's a lot to watch. Let's veer a little. Did you see <laughs> our boy Harry from Coachella? Can't stop watching the video. Can't I've stop watched watching it, it four or five times. I was so surprised when I woke up and that was in my news feed. And I was like, wait a minute. Shania Twain was playing Coachella. I was so confused. And then I go to watch it. I'm literally dying because not only of the performance, she was amazing. He was amazing. But then did you see when they sat down together and he talks about his mom and the car and the whole thing? Yes, He's I've watched it four times. I, it was so good. I loved it. I, I can't tuned wait into to see his new album or right the his new album. It's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. Before COVID hit, that's the last concert I saw. Oh, right. Nice. Well, you got to get back out there, my like, friends. No, I've seen contact since. Oh, oh, that was your last <laughs> one. Yeah, she was great. He was great. I watched it on YouTube. It was, oh, it's I remember good. she had severe, severe, severe stage fright for years. So the fact that now she's able to come Coachella. out to Coachella, yeah. I was dying. And her outfit was amazing. His outfit was amazing. I just loved it so much. It reminded me of when he sang with Stevie Nicks. Oh, my God. I should watch that. Now. That's a great that video. Think. I've seen that, but now I should watch that again. So we have some bad news on this Easter Passover week. I don't think the queen is doing very well. It can't be good. No, it can't be good. I was going to break out the gin, but then I, I you know, no. I went with the wine, but it's not good. She did not make Easter mass. She did right. not make Easter mass for the first time. She summoned Harry and Meghan. Yeah. So they made it out to be like they were, you know, they made a stop onto their next location, but that is probably not the truth. Right. And she made them all talk for like 15 minutes, yeah. which I'm sure that was extremely awkward. Right. But the news is saying now that they've done that, maybe they'll be able to go to the Jubilee. Do we ever use the word Jubilee on anything other than when they talk about the queen? No. Who uses the word Jubilee? Nobody. I am oh, worried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that and gave I, me the sign. I'm thinking if she's summoning them. Yeah. Thumbs and up. And I really am convinced, and I've said this before, I think the monarchy's going to shit once she's gone. Because these, totally. these maniacs, what they need is a fixer, like what was her name in Scandal, to come in and clean up the monarchy and make it more modern and get it, you know, all revamped. Revamp the monarchy. Prayers for the queen. Prayers for the queen. All right, let's go up to something light and funny and great, even though I can't stand her. I loved it, <laughs> loved it, loved it. So Jennifer Garner turned 50. Well, today is her 50th birthday. So happy birthday, Jennifer Garner. You know what I was thinking about? Jennifer Garner and J-Lo cannot be any more different. It is night and day. Yeah. So apparently she grew up loving Donny Asman. Right? Loving, didn't we all? Obsessed. Didn't we all? We she all did. She only... probably was at the roller rink. She probably listening was. to Donny Osmond. <laughs> 
And so something happened, right? What didn't he well, sing to her the first time? Somebody got a video of him. She, oh, he, right. He found out that she was always a huge fan and had a severe crush. And so he made a video and she's watching the video. But wherever she was, whether she was out to breakfast or something, he ends up singing right behind her. Oh, my God. As she's watching the video, she turns around. She's dying. And then he stays, has breakfast and they sing together. (laughs) I mean, come on. Best 50th birthday ever. But meanwhile, if you remember when J-Lo turned 50, she was on like a fucking yacht somewhere. <laughs> right? yeah. This one's in a white T-shirt having breakfast. Like in a diner. <laughs> in a diner. <laughs> being serenaded by Donny Osmond. Yes. And you know what's even better? Because I don't think J-Lo would ever do this. Obviously, I don't know if it was menopause or just the nerves. She's like, I'm sweating to death. And she takes her sweater off. <laughs> and she's in this plain T-shirt. Her hair's all disheveled. And she has no makeup on. I'm like, she couldn't be any more different than J-Lo. Couldn't yeah, you, be any more different. It's just so good. It's so By good. the way, how good does Donny Osmond look? He, I was thinking that. He looks great. You think he looks he's got amazing. Some, you think he's got some face work? I do. Yeah, I think so, too. I think he looks amazing. Whoever's doing that work. Good job. Yeah, great. We never cheers to Britney being pregnant and having tons <laughs> and amazing of pregnancy sex. So she says she's great. <laughs> Nothing says Easter and Passover <laughs> like a little Britney Spears pregnancy sex. But she's crazy. But Mazel Tov. I mean, I guess great. I don't, know. Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say about it. I, I actually don't know. I honestly don't know what to say either. <laughs> it's anyway, so funny. So the Gilded Age got renewed. So happy. So there's only one cast member not coming back. And all the other cast members that were either supporting roles or whatever are being elevated. So the only one not coming back is Rakes. Oh, really? So I was having this conversation yesterday with a friend of mine. And it's so funny that at the same day, it announced that the Gilded Age was coming back. And she was saying she didn't think it was going to come back only because it's very hard to get all these people. These people are big people, Broadway people, whatever. They're busy. They're coming back. I guess if you get the opportunity to work with Julianne Fellows, you do it. Yeah, I love it. I'm so excited about that. Gilded Age coming back. And Life and Beth got renewed. And again, I don't know what to do about it. (laughs) I don't know what to do. (laughs) What to do about it. But of course, like idiots, we're probably going to watch season two. (laughs) Watch it. Just like we'll hate watch Sex in the City. It's so stupid. Oh, right, right. We're going to hate watch Life and Beth. We're going to hate watch Sex in the City. Let's hope they both don't come back at the same time because we'll be miserable. I need Love is Blind to come back at the same time so I can have something to be happy. <laughs> this week we have Selling Sunset. Yeah, I'm so psyched. This is but the second know, part of this season. I don't know that it's a new season. I think it's the second part of this season. Yeah, the second part of the season. I'm excited and not excited because we know that they break up. So we're going to see their love story. And then we know the ending isn't good. Yeah, it's a bummer. I just saw an interview with Mary saying that the breakup did not go well. It's been very hard. Oh, I really? Guess, well, I guess for her, too, who's friends with both. Right. You know, to be in that position. And she's, I think, best friends with both. Yeah. So that's so. got to be really difficult for her. Yeah. Good week. At least we have a little selling sunset as we patiently wait for Ozark. Oh, that's going to be the best. That's the following as, week. Okay. Anything else before we wrap up on this? Religious nope. week. Nope, nothing. I have a game for you. Oh, great. What I'm ready. Is so, it, does it have to do with roller rinks? No, it doesn't. I was going to do something roller rink. Every time I go looking at roller rink stuff, I get sent down some rabbit hole and I'm checking out this and checking out <laughs> that and building playlists. And oh my God, that song. So I couldn't do it. 
But, you know, Liz Sheridan, who played Jerry Seinfeld's mom on Seinfeld, passed away this week. She was 93. So that means that all of the parents from Seinfeld are now gone. George's parents and Jerry's parents on the show are now gone. It's crazy. But the good part about that, if there is a good part, is that they they all died Late in life. Yeah, yeah, late in life. Right, right, right. That's what I meant. So I have three truths and a lie about them, the parents. Wow. All right. Okay. I don't think I know anything about these parents, but let's go. Okay. So Liz Sheridan, who played Jerry's mom. Yeah. She was also James Dean's girlfriend. Jesus. Jerry Stiller, who played George's dad, Frank. He was the first choice to be Frank Costanza. Barney Martin, who was Jerry's dad. He was the stand-in for Jackie Gleason on The Honeymooners. Really? And Estelle Harris, who played George's mom, she was the voice of Mrs. Potato Head in Toy Story. That, I know, she is, right? She's Potato Head. I'm not saying anything. I think she is. I'm going to go with, what's the one with the first choice? That Liz Sheridan was James Dean's girlfriend? No, 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 no. The first choice, into he was the first choice to play. Jerry Stiller? Yeah, I'm going with that one. You're correct. He was yes! not the first choice. Who was, was the, the first second. choice? John Randolph. I, we don't know who that is, right? No, and I forgot to Google him. <laughs> I knew it. Oh, I feel so proud of myself. Yeah, oh, let me get some wine. Good job. Cheers, everyone. Have a good week. And if you celebrate, happy Passover to all. Happy Easter. Love you. Love you. If you need to talk to us, check us out on Gmail at we need to talk pod 2020 at gmail.com. Facebook, we need to talk, the number two. Instagram, we need to talk podcast. And Twitter, at need to talk pod. And of course, check us out on any of your podcast platforms. Rank us, leave a review. Thanks.